Wednesday, November 4th, 2020, I, Nate Soror, turned 20 years old. In that amount of time, I've seen some shit, taken a lot of L's, and learned a ton of lessons. In this episode, I'm going to be diving into the 20 most important lessons that I've learned over the past 20 years. Welcome to episode 3 of TCR Live. I am your host, Nate Soror, and if you're new here, welcome. This week of November, the first week of November 2020, might go down as one of the most important in our history. Not only do we have the 2020 election, which is a battle of some of the most extremely separate ideologies this country has ever seen, not only does The Conscious Rebellion, my website, as well as this podcast, officially go live this week as well, but it's also my 20th birthday. Now, that's, I think I'm a little bit biased here, but I'm definitely the most excited about my birthday, um, even though 20 is not necessarily an exciting age. Uh, I'm really excited to enter the next decade of my life and see all that I can accomplish in that amount of time. But 2020 has been a crazy ass year. I think it's safe to say that we've all learned a thing or two this year. Personally, for me, I know literally everything has changed between the day I turned at 19 and the day I turned 20, which if you're listening to this on November 4th, is today. Literally everything. I'm talking family, relationships, business, financial financial situation, excuse me. Literally everything has changed. But change is a thing that's constant in my life, so I've been getting pretty used to it. That being said, today I want to run down through the 20 most important lessons I've learned over the past 20 years of my life. Now, I know you guys are thinking, who is this kid? What kind of lessons can he teach me? And he's only been alive for 20 years. Well, let me tell you, I've tried my hand in a lot of different things. And like I said, seen some shit, been through some shit, met a lot of great people in this amount of time, met a lot of not so good people as well. And I think I could definitely provide you with some value here. But before we get into it, first, if you want to support, please consider sharing this podcast. Soon, I'll have other ways that you guys can give if you would like to donate financially. But for right now, the best thing you can do is share this episode with a friend. That's how this movement is ultimately going to get off the ground and we are going to take this thing to the next level. So again, if you wouldn't mind sharing this with a friend, if you find some value in this episode, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, feel free to check out the other three episodes that I have here on jointheconsciousrebellion.com. If you're listening to this on any podcast, podcast platform, please consider subscribing. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you haven't already, check out the other episodes of TCR Live. But now, let's get right into the 20 lessons I've learned over the past 20 years. So number one is you have way more time than you think. And for this format, I'm literally just going to be listing off the lesson and giving a quick little, some quick little context as to why I put this, put that lesson on this list, if you will. Um, so let's get started. Like I said, the first one is you have way more time than you think. Now, one of the most impactful quotes I've ever heard is people overestimate what they can accomplish in five months and underestimate what they can accomplish in five years. So this goes back to with being young and being on social media, we often compare ourselves to a lot of other people, often those who are more successful than us. But the truth is, I'm only 20 years old. I've got nothing but time. And truthfully, no matter what age you are listening to this, 
you have nothing but time as well. So even if you don't think you do, trust me, you've got more time than you think. Number two is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Now, this not only goes uh, for financial deals, things that are offered to you for free, but it also goes for relationships. And if you think that something just sounds way too good and like there should be a catch or there should be you know something you're missing, there probably is. And I've had to find this one out the hard way. Um, but again, the, the basically it goes back to the old saying, there's no such thing as a free lunch. So if somebody's offering you, well, somebody's offering you one, proceed with caution. Lesson number three is you are who you surround yourself with. Now, this one had a great impact on me. And when I realized this, when I heard that you are basically a sum of the five people who you spend most of your time with, that was extremely impactful for me. And in fact, when I heard that, I really had to evaluate who I was spending a lot of my time with. And when I looked at it, it was pretty easy to tell why I found myself in some of the situations that I did earlier on in my teenage years. And that was simply due to the people that I was hanging around. And that goes, that's nothing to go against any of the friends I had in high school or anything like that. But when I seriously broke down my days and was like, okay, I'm spending, you know, seven hours of my day with this person, are they really benefiting me? And that was a serious question I had to ask myself. And some might consider it a little bit selfish, but at the end of the day, you do what you got to do. And I didn't want to throw my life down the gutter simply because I was too scared to cut some people out of my life. So um, I think this is one of the most important things on this list. Remember, you are who you surround yourself with. Number four is actions have consequences. Now, Again, without getting too deep, because I don't want to necessarily dive into uh, the story time of how I've had some uh, trouble with the law in my past. But this lesson, uh, I was basically like a slap in the face um, and, and realizing that no matter what you do, whether it's a positive action or a negative action, that's going to come back to you one way or another. And if you think that you can get away uh, with putting out a lot of negative into the world and expect that, you know, good things are going to come to you and nothing is going to happen. I got some sad news for you. Karma's a bitch. And if you don't realize that, it's only gonna hurt you in the long run. Um, I really think that if you guys realize, and even for myself, if we realize that everything we do, everything we say, all the calls we make, all the conversations we have, all the things that we do, everything, every energy, all the energy that we put out into the world will all come back to us. And if you're putting out a lot of negative energy, doing a lot of not so good things, it's all going to come back to you. So keep that in mind. Lesson number five is people lie. And this is pretty, pretty self-explanatory, but depending on where you guys are from, um, I know growing up, I liked to think I was raised extremely well. Shout out to my parents, got nothing but love and respect for them. However, I grew up and often expected people to just be, you know, truthful with me. And because, you know, I was raised to always tell the truth, be honest with people. And I figured if I was raised that way, that everybody else was as well. And <laughs> that was extremely naive thinking. And unfortunately, um, not just with getting scammed on a couple of different business ventures, uh, not only with, you know, having friends, catching friends in lies and things of that nature. Um, but the biggest, <laughs> the, uh, the most painful way to find out that people lie um, is definitely being cheated on in a relationship. Now, 
you guys have been following me on LinkedIn. And if you haven't, by the way, go check out my LinkedIn, Nate Soror on LinkedIn. That's N-A-T-E-S-R-O-O-R on LinkedIn. Um, but if you guys who follow me on there may or may not have seen the video I posted about a month or so back, um, basically just kind of breaking down why I hadn't been as consistent on LinkedIn as I uh, might have liked to be. And that was due to the fact that I had gotten cheated on uh, in a relationship that I considered to be very very serious and had a lot of good plans for it. Um, and that was one of the most painful ways to find out that people do lie, even when you think that they have your best interests in mind, even when they say, say a million things. Um, but you know, actions speak louder than words. That would have been a good one to put on here as well. Um, but that's basically it. So people lie. If you think that everybody is going to tell you the truth all the time, you are extremely naive. And I promise you to take, take the things that people say, with a little bit of skepticism because it's only going to serve you well. Number six is gratitude is everything. Now, this is one that I found out just recently. Um, shout out to Sam Lister for really kind of uh, pounding this home in my head. Also, shout out to my coach, Jordan Ross. If you're listening to this, what's up, brother? Um, but really having gratitude for the things that are in your life and even the things that haven't already happened is extremely powerful. Now, I was thinking back on this and earlier this year, like I said, 2020 has been tough as fuck on everybody. I know it probably has for all of you listening and I'm certainly no exception. Um, and really, especially in like the midsummer of this year, I was super down and I had a, I was thinking like, you know, why are these things happening to me? Why am I going through this hardship? Why am I going through this tough time? And ultimately when I changed my mindset to be grateful and look at my life now versus where I was a year ago. And I realized that, you know, most of the things that I was striving for and wanted a year ago, you know, the freedom um, to be able to do what I want with my time and really not be locked down by a specific job. I got that moving out of my parents' house, getting my own place, having a great roommate. I got that. So really being thankful for the things in my life that I was attracting and didn't even realize it. I was basically taking all that stuff for granted. And when I started being grateful for not only the things that I have in my life, but really being grateful for the things that haven't happened yet. And this is something that I'm going to dive into deeper uh, in a later episode of this podcast. But if you're grateful for the things that you know will happen, but just haven't happened yet, they're going to come to you a lot easier and a lot quicker. So number six is gratitude is everything. Lesson number seven is you'll never know everything. Now, <laughs> depending on who you are and how many conversations you've had with me and when those conversations were, I may have come off as a bit of a smart ass. Now, I want to apologize because that's not exactly what I was trying to do. Um, I always like to come into arguments and conversations uh, with enough info to be confident in what I'm actually talking about, but never do I think I know everything. And I kind of realized this early on in the past decade or so that nobody knows everything and anybody who says that they do, even about a specific subject, is probably full of shit because there's just so many things going on, so much that's constantly changing and so many things to really know even about any specific topic. Take fucking dog walking, for example. There's probably a bunch of different ways to walk a fucking dog. And anybody who says that they know all of the ways or have all the best practices for it is probably lying to you. And remember, lesson number five is people lie. So lesson number seven is you will never know everything. So keep an open mind. And that actually goes right into number eight, lesson number eight, which is be open to new ideas. Now, 
Growing up in the town that I came from, it was often called a bubble, and for good reason, because the ideas and the people that lived and worked in that community often never left. And it really led to a lot of ignorance, honestly, amongst a lot of people in the community. And that was the same for the kids who went to school there.、Um, they were really often pushed one set of ideas.、Um, And basically, if you didn't agree with those ideas, then you were, you know, ostracized for being an outsider.、Um, and when I got older, when I started to get closer to being an adult at age 18, I started to realize that going back to number seven, a lot of the things I knew simply weren't true, and I didn't know nearly as much as I thought I did. And really, opening my mind to new ideas, new concepts, trying new things、um, has not only benefited me in a super positive way by increasing my knowledge about specific topics, but You'll find that it's a lot easier to have conversations with people you don't agree with if you're open to at least hearing their ideas. Now, I know a lot of people. This is probably something that's not too easy to do,、uh, but I promise you, if you start opening your mind to new ideas, new perspectives, it will serve nothing but good for you. Lesson number nine is I rather try and fail than not try at all. So this one's super recent.、Um, <laughs> it's funny because I've been in sales for a while now, and I'm I'm here spitting、uh, about 13 minutes of, of straight talk on this mic. But for a long time, especially in the beginning of my early sales career, I was pretty fucking scared of the phone. And that that's not just you know having conversations with people,、um, but it was really cold calling. Cold calling scared the absolute shit out of me,、um, and that was really because I didn't know a whole lot about it.、Um, but especially when I when I left, COVID happened, and I had to leave my、um, position at the airport, jump straight into commission only sales. I realized that if I don't cold call people, I don't cold call certain people, that I'm never gonna get anywhere. And one thing I would always tell my or tell myself rather, everything every day before I went into the office was I would repeat it to myself like a fucking mantra. I'd rather try and fail than not try at all. I'd rather try, make the call, and get hung up on than not make the call at all. And when I really internalized that belief and that lesson,、um, things started to pan out for me. And I still hold that true to this day.、Um, I'm even holding that true for this podcast. I'd rather, you know, try and try and put this podcast out there, make the conscious rebellion something I've always wanted to be. I'd rather try that and fail at it than not give it a shot at all. So that literally goes for everything in your life. Lesson number nine is: I'd rather try and fail than not try at all. Lesson number ten is: excuses won't get you anywhere. So. Saying, think, telling yourself that you work really hard because you spend a lot of hours in your job and you're looking busy, looking busy for your boss. Feel like you got a lot of stuff to do.、Um, most often, more often than not, you're going to be making an excuse of some sort, and that literally goes again for me. Just going to use an example、um, for this podcast. For a while, I was making excuses as to why I wasn't starting. Well. Well, you know, I don't have the right equipment. Well, you know, I don't have a good website to put it on. Well, you know,、um, don't have this, don't have that. Dude, those are all fucking excuses, man. Like, and somebody, I got a couple people who slapped this into my brain that, like, dude, stop making fucking excuses because all you're doing when you make an excuse is hurting yourself. Because deep down, you know that you could be doing this thing, or the real reason why you haven't. Yet your brain is searching for something to latch onto、uh, to use as an excuse to get you to be like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's okay that I didn't make these calls today. Oh, you know, maybe it's okay that I'm not going to start this podcast yet. I'll just wait another week. Well, 
That shit, again, only ends up hurting you and nobody else. So lesson number 10 is excuses won't get you anywhere. Lesson number 11 is storytelling is extremely powerful. Let me repeat that again. Storytelling is extremely powerful. And I really internalized this when I started posting content, especially on a regular basis over on LinkedIn. Um, being able to tell stories about things you've been through, um, experiences you've had, especially as somebody younger who's probably listening to this. It's pretty hard for somebody who's a teenager, early 20s, even late 20s to become a quote expert in their field. I mean, that's just really hard to do because you're so young, haven't had a whole lot of experience. But I can guarantee you and tell you from my own experiences that if you're able to tell stories about things that you've been through, um, experiences that you've had, etc., it's going to be very powerful and people are attracted to that because everybody's story is different. Everybody has, you know, their own things going on and it's pretty hard to, you know, be a 20 year old trying to tell people what to do and how to do it. Um, but it's really not hard to just tell true stories about shit that I've been through. Um, and if you'll find that the people who follow you are a lot more receptive uh, to listening to a story rather than being told what to do, especially by somebody who's, you know, probably half their age. So lesson number 11, storytelling is extremely powerful. All right, we're going to bust out these last nine here. Uh, number 12 is trust your instincts. And this can also be trust your gut. Um, I know often for me, when I overthink things, it starts to become a problem. And more often than not, I end up making the wrong choice. Um, and this goes for literally fucking everything, relationships, friends, um, you know, opportunities, business opportunities, um, literally everything. Most More often than not, and I've found for me, if I just go with my gut and trust the first initial thought that I have about most things, that more often than not, I'll come out on fucking top. And I really need to start, I'm looking at number 12, super far, I'm circling the shit out of this right now because I need to go super hard, especially going forward with this podcast on just trusting my instincts. And I'm excited to do that, excited to make it happen. So number 12 is trust your instincts. Number 13, lesson number 13 is you'll, you're the only one who can make it happen. Let me repeat that again. You're the only one who can make it happen. Nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody's going to put in the reps in the gym for you. Nobody is going to lose the weight for you. Nobody's going to gain the muscle for you. Nobody's going to make the calls for you. Nobody's going to record the podcast for you. There's so many things. Everybody will expect someone else to put in the work for them or, oh, maybe I'll just do tomorrow. It goes back to excuses. Oh, this, that, the other thing. Well, at the end of the day, you're the one who has to lay down in bed and be satisfied with what you did at throughout the day at night. And I promise you, if you put in the effort, you try, you go out there, you try to make it happen, you're going to feel a whole lot better about yourself when your head hits the fucking pillow at night. So number 13, you are the only one who can make it happen. Lesson number 14 is you can help and you can't help anyone else. Excuse me. You can't help anyone else until you help yourself. Now, for those of you who knew me in high school, I often got a lot of questions about finance related things, people turning 18, wanting to, you know, no questions about credit cards and so on and so forth. And I was happy to help those people. But when I started getting questions about my mindset and questions about, you know, how I got this opportunity and that opportunity, I tried to give some advice. But at the end of the day, it was hard. It was fucking hard because I was still struggling. And I was not in a good place mentally. And then after 2020, it just fucking, you know, what's the saying? It just fucking 
It was the cover on the book. It was the fucking icing on the cake. It was it was just something that threw me over the edge. And I really realized that as much as I wanted to help other people, whether that was in my business, whether that was um, you know helping companies grow, whether that was you know helping my peers with financial related things, all of that I loved doing. But it was pretty hard for me to give good advice and pretty hard for me to actually help these people when myself when I was still struggling. And when I realized this, um, I really started to take some time to focus on myself, get my mind right. Um, and I'm happy to say that I'm in a much better place now. And right now I'm having a fucking blast recording this podcast. Um, so this is something that is definitely helping me with that. Um, but again, lesson number 14 is you can't help anybody else until you help yourself. Number 15, super relevant as I'm recording this on election day, November 3rd, um, is there's a reason that capitalism works. And for all those people out there who may or may not be on the left side of the political spectrum, I just want you to take a look through the history of socialism um, in a lot of these countries, such as Venezuela, um, and also take a look at the history of communism. And there's a reason why this shit doesn't work. And that's because when you put all the pressure and you put all the decision-making power on one individual to decide what's best for a massive country, whether that country has, you know, a hundred million people, 300 million people, or fuck you, fucking 50 million people. It doesn't matter. Um, having those types of government do not work. And there's a reason for that. Capitalism works because whether you like it or not, it gives everybody a fair fucking shot. Everybody can go out there and make the most and, you know, create a business and do all these things for themselves. It's just a lot of people are fucking lazy. A lot of people are fucking lazy and undisciplined. And that's the reason why socialism has become so popular amongst the left, in my opinion, is because they're just looking for the government to, you know, level the playing field because the billionaires and the billionaires. And no, dude, it's not the fucking billionaires. It's because you're lazy. It's because you like to make excuses rather than go out there and make shit happen. And that directly has an effect um, of why our country has been around for as long as it has and why we are so great. That's because we are in a capitalist society. So lesson number 15 is there's a reason capitalism works. Number 16, keep your circle small and tight. Now, depending on you know what you guys have been through, you may or may not know this lesson already, um, but I'd much rather have five close friends than 50 you know not so close friends and people who may or may not have my best interest in mind. Um, and I've really, you know, early on in high school, like a lot of people, um, you know, you always want to be popular. You want to fit in with a popular crowd and have a bunch of friends. But, you know, the older you get, the more mature you get, you realize that that shit does not fucking matter. And it's much more impactful to have five really close friends who actually care about you than have 50 people who are kind of your friend who don't really give a shit about you. And the same goes for, you know, business and, you know, fans of this podcast. Um, the shout out to the first 15 people who I saw listen to the first two episodes. Uh, you guys are the actual homies. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, by the way, you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram, LinkedIn, any social media. Let me know how I'm doing. I'm happy to engage with you. Happy to show you guys some love for supporting my content. Um, and it goes back to, to lesson number 16, which is keep your circle small and tight. Lesson number 17, discipline is everything. I'm not going to name names here, uh, but was just talking with a friend of mine um, about why he, you know, can't find the motivation to stay on top um, of everything he's trying to do, stay on top of his business, stay on top of his uh, physical health. He just, he's like, I can't find the motivation to do it. And usually he's a pretty motivated guy. And I'm like, dude, your problem isn't motivation. Your problem is discipline. Okay. So let me explain this real quick. 
anybody can get motivated no matter what you're doing if you're getting ready to cut hair you can go watch you know some of your old highlights or watch some hair cutting motivational videos like anybody can get hyped to do something it's just what you do before that i if i want to go to the gym right now i can watch a 15 minute motivational video about working out and i'll be pretty fucking motivated to go to the gym but if i don't have discipline then i'm not getting my ass out of bed at five in the morning to go to the gym if i don't have discipline i'm not going to sit down and make sure i post content to linkedin on a daily basis if i don't have discipline nothing is going to pan out so you can have all the motivation you want and i mean i'm a pretty motivated guy and i've even struggled with this a little bit uh, if you don't have discipline it doesn't matter how much motivation you have because you're never going to stay true to something and you're never going to do everything that's necessary in order to be successful at it. So lesson number 17 is discipline is everything. Lesson number 18, your network is your net worth. Now, um, when I, I realized this pretty early on in my professional career that it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Um, thankfully, I made the right impressions on the right people at the right time uh, to get my foot in the door of the business world. But once I got my foot in the door, I realized that, again, the only person who's going to make shit happen is me. And the more people I know, the more people I have in my network, not just virtually, but the more people who I can actually pick up the phone and call and talk to that's only going to serve me better so i made it a mission of mine to connect with a lot of business owners in the milwaukee area um, and i'm happy to say that i've gotten some you know pretty good opportunities out of making those connections so to all of you any college students anybody grab to graduate high school um, i strongly suggest to start building up your network now because lesson number 18 is your net worth is your or sorry <laughs> lesson number 18 your network, your network is your net worth. Lesson number 19, your thoughts control your feelings, which control your actions. Let me repeat that again. Your thoughts control your feelings, which control your actions. And when I realized this, I was wondering why I wasn't being successful at the things I was doing. And I realized it's because my negative thoughts were constantly going and going and going in my head and making me feel like shit. And when I feel like shit, it's hard to be productive, hard to be successful. And it all goes back to the thoughts that you tell yourself on a regular basis. And again, I'm going to dive into this a lot deeper on a future episode. But for now, lesson number 19, your thoughts control your feelings, which control your actions. And finally, you guys are still here. I appreciate you. Again, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please feel free to subscribe wherever you're listening to this. If you found any of these lessons valuable and you think somebody in your life will as well, please consider sharing this podcast with them. And now lesson number 20, no one is coming to save you. So this kind of ties everything all back together. Um, at the end of the day, um, I realized when I, you know, hit rock bottom, uh, when I was about 17 years old, hit rock bottom um, and realized that my life was going in a shit direction. And if I didn't change something soon, uh, it wasn't going to be a good time for the remainder of my life. And what really made me, I was thankful that I saw this video. I was watching some, some motivational video, funny enough, and I was trying to figure out what to do in my life. And I, I heard that no one's coming to save you. Nobody is going to fix your life for you. Nobody is, it all goes back to, it goes back to discipline again. Like nobody's going to do it for you. So if nobody's going to come save me, give me an opportunity, I got to go out there and fucking find one, fucking make one myself. Because if you wait around your whole life expecting someone to come save you, you're going to be waiting for a long ass time. 
that was just a taste, but all the lessons I've learned were through specific experiences that I've been through. Uh, and like I said, I plan on diving deeper into a lot of these topics um, and being super transparent with you guys in the future about a lot of the stuff that I've been through. Um, I know a lot of people out there are going through hardships, and I know you guys could definitely resonate with some of that stuff. Um, but unfortunately, don't necessarily feel comfortable sharing that information yet. Um, how about if we, you know, continue to grow this thing? Um, then I'll jump into some of these stories about the uh, the, the life of previous Nate. Before Nate was business Nate, um, Nate was doing a lot of different shit. So maybe I'll dive into that um, one episode in the future. I know for a fact that a lot of you are going to be surprised um, at the actions that you know I've done previously, um, and hopefully, by the really the goal behind me sharing all of these lessons as well as some of the stories that I'm going to share in the future uh, is to prevent a lot of you from making these same mistakes. So hopefully, you know, you guys listening to this can you know learn from some of these lessons, the mistakes I've made, um, and make sure that your life uh, doesn't take a turn for the worst like mine almost did. So guys, thank you. I could not be more excited for what the future holds. Uh, if you're listening to this again on November 4th, it is my 20th birthday entering the next decade of my life. I'm extremely excited to see what the future holds over the next 10 years. And even more, I'm excited to bring all of you guys with me. So thank you for tuning in to episode three of TCR Live. This is your host, Nate Srar, and I'm signing off. Take care. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.